Welcome to Pit Pass Moto, the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. I'm PJ Doran, and this week on the show, we'll be talking to John Ewart from Road America. This was a busy week in motorcycle racing. This weekend in Moto America racing from VIR in the Stock 1000 Race 1, we had Jake Lewis on top of Corey Alexander and Jeff May. In the Supersport Race 1, Sean Dillon Kelly came out over Mesa, Stefano Mesa and Benjamin Smith. In Superbike Race 1, Jake Gagne brought it home ahead of Matthew Skoltz and Josh Heron. Race two on Sunday in the stock 1000 race, we saw Corey Alexander get the best of Jake Lewis with Michael Gilbert bringing it home third. In Supersport race two, Richie Escalante, the reigning champ, came out ahead of Sean Dillon Kelly and Stefano Mesa. In Superbike race two, it was Gagne again doing the double. Way to go, Jake Gagne over Loris Baz, getting his first podium of the season along with Matthew Skoltz bringing it home in third in the superbike class that leaves us after two events with Matthew Skoltz on top with 81 points Jake Gagne sitting second with 75 and Josh Heron a little further back on 61 in third sadly the American flat track series from Texas the Texas half mile was canceled due to weather world superbike opened their season at Aragon in Spain, race one saw Johnny Ray over Lowe's and top rack Rosgat Lioglu. In the Super Bowl race, we saw Jonathan Ray again ahead of Alex Lowe's and our homeboy Garrett Gerloff bringing it home in third. Race two saw Redding on top of Ray and Lowe's. In the Wiseco GNCC series, Wiseco John Penton race from Millfield, Ohio. That was round seven in the XC1 class. Josh Strang came out on top of Benjamin Kelly and Stuart Baylor, leaving the overall XC1 season points with Kelly on 157, Stuart Baylor on 148, with Grant Baylor on 126. That wraps up our racing news. This week's Pit Pass trivia question is, when did Road America hold its first race? And when did the AMA bring motorcycle races to the track? We'll be back with that answer after we talk to Road America's John Ewart. Welcome to Pit Pass Today, Communications Director for Road America, John Ewart. I've really been looking forward to talking to you. We get to talk to you, it seems, every year about this event. But you, of course, with Road America, have a lot of other events. How is this year shaken out for you? Ready to up your game and learn more about the thrilling world of sports betting? Introducing Double Down with Breslow, the ultimate podcast about the business of sports gambling. Join me, James Breslow, and a long list of expert guests as we dive into the art and science of the sports betting industry. Evolving regulations, technology enhancements, and the meteoric rise in the number of players makes this sector the fastest growing and most intriguing in the world. Unlock the business secrets from many of the industry's most recognizable C-suite executives, including famous 
famous odds makers and influencers. Every episode of Double Down with Breslow is packed with insider tips, deeply skilled analysis, and in-depth discussions. Don't miss out on the ultimate resource for mastering the business of sports betting. Listen to Double Down with Breslow on the Evergreen Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Double Down with Breslow, the business of sports betting podcast. For you, uh post-COVID or coming out of COVID? Because last year, I know, had to present so many challenges for your facility. Well, I think last year was definitely crazy for everybody, you know, and, and our thoughts go out to everybody that was affected by the pandemic, not only from from uh, riders and people in the Moto America family, but all across the globe, really. We're excited. We have a lot of, the, we're, we're very fortunate this year. We have a lot of excited fans, a lot of great partners and sponsors and, and people just looking really to get out and do things. Last year, we had um, two races with Moto America, one without fans. And then you guys came back again and we had uh, and we had another one uh, with Moto America and that was with fans. And both uh, were just incredible events in their own right. So much shuffling going on, so many different things last year. It's just nice to sort of be able to see more and more vaccines being out there with everybody, more and more people getting vaccinated, more and more counts obviously going lower. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel and summers, you know, we're on the cusp of that. So we anticipate having an incredibly full season. Moto America is definitely one of those facets of that. June 11th, 13th, you know, coming up in just a couple of weeks because we're starting to get a warm up here. Uh, a lot of people want to get out and see things. Uh, they're excited to see all the various classes of racing and including the Twin Cup, the Junior Cup and King of the Baggers, which is very exciting considering this is kind of Harley Davidson country uh, up here with Harley being based in Milwaukee. So that's exciting to see. Kids 16 and under get in for free, so it's great for the family. It's a wonderful way to kind of get out and about and experience something. Camping is great at Road America. Campsites are selling. And also, uh, everybody's really excited. You know, we have some strong ticket sales because it's definitely a little bit later in the summer. Another real fun thing about uh, the event is the Vintage Moto Fest, which is really cool because that's a ride-in bike show where you get to see everything from cafe racers to choppers to sport bikes you know, some race bikes from back in the day, supermotos, scooters, you know, and even some sidecars. And they're all going to be judged by by some of our friends and they get special awards. Plus, there's a microbrew tasting, arm wrestling, lots of other things going on. So it's really a full weekend of fun here at Road America. And we encourage people to ride out. We're going to do a gear check. There's also specific areas for motorcycle parking. So people can ride in and ride out for the day or ride in and camp for the weekend. And that's one of the things that's great about Road America is that it's called America's National Park of Speed for a reason. When the bikes aren't on track, you definitely feel like you're staying at a national park. So uh, we're encouraged uh, to see all of the robust ticket sales and campsite sales and people looking to put the past behind them when regards to the pandemic come out and watch some great racing. You've got a lot of new things happening at Road America. It seems every year there are meaningful and awesome uh, updates at your facility. One that I stumbled across as I was reserving my uh, RV campsite was that you have added, it seems, some camper cabins to the repertoire of available options there at Road America. Is that new for this season? Well, actually, it's been around for a couple of years. Um, obviously, last year was was strange for everybody, but we have about 12 cabins that are available. They're kind of like tiny homes, and they're they're available along the front straight. And uh, what's great about those, they have a queen bed, a little kitchenette, bunk beds, and a full bath. So when you're riding, you know, especially if you're touring across country on, on your Harley or your BMW or even your Ducati, like our good friend Greg White there with Moto America is doing, it's always nice to have a good hot shower at the end of the day. So these cabins are a lot of fun. 
We encourage people to go online and, and see if they're still available and reserve yours now. Additionally, uh, Road America has been adding bathrooms in the paddock. We have several uh, great bathroom areas around the facility, also with showers. So when you think about riding out to an event and camping for the weekend, it's nice to have something like that convenient and close walking distance to where you're going to be putting up your tent or parking your motorhome or your pop-up uh, trailer or anything like that. So yeah, we are investing funds back in the facility. We've uh, resized some of our gates, such as gate three. We added uh, restrooms in the paddock. Uh, we also added a new time and its scoring facility down at the SeaTech Manufacturing Motorplex, which is also cool because that's where Junior Cup hosts their events and Mini Cup. And it's always kind of cool to uh, have that new facility for people to check out down there. Also, there's uh, our 7,500-square-foot paddock shop, which has pretty much got everything the fan could want and the racer could need, plus 11 concession stands dotted throughout the property. So you're not too far away from a nice cold Budweiser were some incredible food offered by a lot of our, our local establishments, local restaurants, and local vendors. Yeah, I look forward to the dining when I'm at your track. Every year I get one of Wisconsin's finest bratwursts and the, some of the best breakfast biscuits I've ever had in my life. What goes on throughout the year? Are there more motorcycle events? This one is clearly the crown jewel of motorcycle events at Road America this season. Do you have other club racing events? I know there's some vintage events, perhaps, that take place there. Absolutely. Uh, you know, our, our vintage Moto Fest is great, and that's going to be going on the same weekend as Moto America. But we also have some club events, track days. We encourage people to definitely check out RoadAmerica.com on our calendar to see what's available. Moto Vid obviously hosts a few, and then also you've got the Jessica Zaluski riding experience, ours which is uh, takes place over Memorial Day weekend. But uh, if you're looking to get out and uh, experience the performance characteristics of your bike, track days are always a good way to look at that. Um, our Salute to Cycles Touring, which takes place during the Moto America weekend, is a fun way to ride your own bike around the track. So I encourage people to sign up for that as well. Additionally, we have our Road America uh, Motorcycle Schools, where you can take everything from beginner to advanced. So let's say you moved up a step or two in, in your bike and uh, you know you just kind of want to learn a little bit more about you know handling and collision avoidance and things like that you can definitely look at our road american motorcycle schools to get some more experience on your motorcycle and those are available throughout the season again all those details are at roadamerica.com and uh, we encourage everybody to go check it out to uh, see what all is really going on really look forward to this uh, season's event for so many reasons uh, last year was Limited a lot of fans uh, of both motorcycle racing and I'm sure all the other uh, types of racing that Road America hosts. Fans have been dying to get out and see this stuff live. And gosh, it's just going to be beautiful. I really think you guys made the right move. Was it, uh, is this something we can look forward to in the future? This two week perhaps uh, bump back, or was this potentially just this season? Uh, the scheduling required or necessitated this the slight adjustment to the historical weekend the Moto Americas at your facility. Yeah, I mean, usually it used to be sort of kind of the kickoff to the summer near near sort of the end of May. But, you know, we've learned that uh, obviously the weather starts to improve a little bit better in June. We learned a lot last year with having to move events around here or there to where it probably fits in better having it near kind of like second week in June. And hopefully we'll be able to keep that in mind. Um, obviously, uh, everything is very, very positive, ticket sale-wise, camping site-wise. So that way, you know, if the weather does fare a little bit better, obviously there's some considerations on keeping it at the same date for the next year. And, uh, you know, we really don't anticipate 
moving too many things around. We didn't have to move too many things around from last year to this year. The second date really helped us out a lot with Moto America to learn that. If everything bodes well as far as weather-wise and attendance-wise and everything else, and everybody has a good time, I mean, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So we'll try to keep it the same for everybody and uh, establish a new tradition so that way uh, folks can come up here second week in June, really enjoy some great motorcycle racing, uh, see all of their their favorite riders on the Moto America Series and, and, and the national side of things and, and really get their fix of two-wheel excitement and uh, speed here Road America because it's not only a great place to uh, check out some great racing, but it's a great place to spend the entire weekend with family and friends. Couldn't agree more. What else is on tap for your uh, season this year at Road America? There's always exciting racing. What are what's the next big event that comes up? Well, uh, you know, uh, we have probably the most diverse schedule in all of motorsports for tracks in North America. When you think about Road racing, uh, we've got everything from sports cars. Now NASCAR Cup is coming on the 4th of July with the Jockey Made in America 250 presented by Quick Trip. Plus, you got the Henry 180 Xfinity race. So July 1st through the 4th is going to be incredible as far as Xfinity and NASCAR Cup going to be here. Plus, also, you have IMSO, which is the first weekend in August. And then also we have IndyCar, which is over the Father's Day weekend. So really, if you're looking to get your speed fix in any form of racing from IndyCar to NASCAR to Moto America to June Sprints, sports cars, and even vintage, we still have our bookend vintage events, plus our large vintage event in the middle of July, the WeatherTech International Challenge with Brian Redmond, and then also the Aaron's Art on Wheels weekend with BSCDA. Uh, World Challenge came uh, last year. I believe this was their second year here, and they're going to be here again near the end of August. So all you have to do is just go to roadamerica.com, check out our calendar if you're looking to get your fix on any kind of racing, any form of racing, or even if you just love coming here and spend some time with family and friends camping, hanging out, enjoying food, and seeing something on track. There's always something going on at Road America. We do 500-plus events throughout the season and uh, nine big major ones where you We've knocked one off of our schedule already with SVRA, moving into June sprints at the first part of June, then Moto America. That carries into IndyCar, then NASCAR, uh, and then uh, Vintage, and then IMSA, World Challenge, and more wrapping up the season with VSCDA Vintage. So just incredible stuff. Uh, We're looking forward to good weather, warm skies, and uh, lots of people coming to see things and do things now that everything's opening back up. It seems that your track just continues to get better on an annual basis, John, as far as the fan experience. I think directly of the the paths the facility has developed and really honed in exactly what fans want to see near the track, making it easy for us to get around the track. We just truly appreciate all the updates you guys have made. Yeah, I mean, we, we listen pretty closely to the fans, and, and that's one of our favorite things is taking that fan feedback and, and learning how we can improve the experience overall as a whole, from getting into the track to camping to spending time with family to having a nice shower facility, nice restroom facilities, great food amenities, lots of activities to do with family and friends during the off hours, such as disc golf and such as go-karting and, and other things like that. So we encourage everybody always to just check out roadamerica.com pick the week that they want to be here pick their favorite event to look at what's going on during that event and you can also find things to do that are at road america and and also at uh, areas surrounding here in elkhart lake so yeah there's always things to do there's always it's a great way to just sort of get out and about 
and uh, really just enjoy your summer up here, no matter what your what your pleasure is. Well, thank you again, John, for joining us today on Pit Pass. And I personally, truly appreciate the event that you guys are putting on. It's the highlight of my summer. Can't wait to see it. Well, absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. And we look forward to seeing everybody here. This week's Pit Pass trivia question was, when did Road America hold its first race? And when did the AMA bring motorcycle races to the track? The answer is the first car race was held September 10 and 11 of 1955. The AMA followed up with races at Road America in June of 1980, and they've been there roundabout June ever since. In upcoming Moto News, Moto America heading to Road America the weekend of June 11 through 13. Check it out. I'll be there in the paddock, in the pits. Love to see you. AFT, after their rainout, will be heading the American Flat Track Series to the Chicago Half Mile this weekend, May the 29th. MotoGP this weekend will return to action in Mugello, Italy. Lucas Oil Pro Motocross opening up their season this weekend in Pala, California. World Superbike on the other side of the planet. Going to be at Estoril, Portugal this weekend, 528 through 530. And we also have round eight of the GNCC series going on, the Mason-Dixon round in Mount Morris, Pennsylvania. Thank you again to John Ewart for joining us, and thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you have a moment, please rate and review us as well. We really appreciate it. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and visit pitpassmoto.com where you can check out our blog. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thank you to Tommy Boy Halverson, Chris Bishop, our producer, Leah Longbreak, and audio engineer, Eric Coltnow. I'm PJ. We'll see you next week. Have a wheelie good time. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.